What's up, everybody? You're listening to Checking for Jesus, where I try to decode biblical principles from the random happenings in my life. I'm your host, Crystal Meanwhile, and every Wednesday, I'll tell you a story about something that made me say, Jesus, is that you? I promise you're going to laugh and learn at the same time. If we all get better at recognizing Jesus in the details of our lives, we become more sensitive to his presence and ultimately more inclined to do what he says. So, Crystal, meanwhile, what are we talking about today? When I was nine years old, my art teacher asked us to enter a poster contest in which we needed to promote dental health and hygiene. But in order to design a good poster, we had to read a pamphlet on practices that led to good dental hygiene, like flossing, brushing twice a day, regular dental visits, not eating a bunch of candy and sweets. Y'all know what I'm talking about. One thing I learned in that research was the meaning of the ADA seal. You know, the American Dental Association seal, the little rounded square that was on toothpaste and toothbrush or the mouthwash. Y'all know back in the day, we didn't really have a plethora of oral care products. We, you know, like we have right now. In all honesty, I kind of only remember like three brands. We had Crest, Colgate, and AIM. You know, the AIM was on that bottom shelf. <laughs> but to this day, when I buy toothpaste for myself, for my family, I still look for the seal. And I've noticed not too many products bear the seal anymore. And I'm talking about like the top shelf products with the real glittery packages and everything. They do not have the ADA seal. What is so important about the seal? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's go straight to the source. If you go to the ADA website, they'll tell you products with the ADA seal are the only ones that have also passed rigorous, independent, expert testing, ensuring the product's promised benefits are safe, effective, and scientifically proven. In other words, the seal means that the ADA ran their own tests and determined that the toothpaste and the toothbrush or the mouthwash actually does what it claims to do on the box. They took that product put it through tests, and it proved itself true. Do y'all see where I'm going with this? There is only one area of Christian living where God, almighty God, sovereign, omnipotent God, allows us to test him and prove him true. Y'all know what I said in the Bible. It is when he talks about the tithe, the first fruits. 10% 10% of that gross earning, okay? Let's go to Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there won't be room enough to store it. What? When you look at this verse... In the Bible, here's a couple of things I want you to take away. Number one, the Hebrew word for test in this scripture means to examine, scrutinize, or prove. The Lord Almighty said, test me in this. Examine what I said. Scrutinize it to the nth degree and watch me prove it true. Come on, God ain't playing with y'all. Okay, the second thing I want you to notice. 
when you look at this verse in the Bible, is that the author put a comma in the verse right after he said, test me in this. So it reads, open quotation, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, period. Test me in this, comma, close the quotation. The author then inserts, says the Lord Almighty, in case y'all forgot who was talking at that time, <laughs> he just had to remind y'all, uh, these are the Lord's words, says the Lord Almighty, comma, and it brings you back into what the Lord Almighty was saying, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there won't be room enough to store it. God ordained that comma after test me in this so that we could pause and take in what he says. This is the only place in the Bible, front to back, cover to cover, that God says, test me. He gives us permission to test him. So he wanted to make sure y'all realized how significant that was by putting in that comma and reminding you exactly who said it. Straight out of the Lord's mouth, the Lord Almighty, test me in this and see what I'm going to do. <laughs> God is so thorough and thugged out right here. Like, try me. Triple dog dare you. See if I'm not going to do what I said I'm going to do. See if I'm not going to pour out a wind. You know, pour out this blessing you want to have. It's going to be so much, you're going to even be able to hold it. It's going to be overflowing. That's what the Lord God Almighty said right there. Put that comment there, make us think about it. The third takeaway is that this is a test of faith, not doubt. This is not a pay your tithe, one pay period, then go through the next two weeks with your arms folded. <laughs> this ain't that, sis. This ain't that, bro. This is a test of faith. What is faith? Hebrew 11 one says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Put your hope in Christ, and Christ will materialize your hope into a blessing you won't have room to receive. He will convert your intangible hope to a physical manifestation of his blessing that overflows in your life. Giving out of our faith in God gives God an opportunity to prove himself faithful. If you get an opportunity to test God and he proves himself faithful, it becomes really easy to trust him in every other area of your life because you know he's faithful with them dollars. The last thing I want you to examine, this is the part of like that whole examine, scrutinize, we about to do that right now. We about to examine and scrutinize how God infiltrated the tax code of our American government to work this out in your favor. Let's talk about it. All right. When you pay your tithes on record, meaning that you log in to your church tithe pan platform and you do it on record, that church at the end of the year is going to issue you a tax form of contribution record. When you pay your tithes, the tithe is holy. It belongs to the Lord. So you pay it to him. You get to write off all of the tithes you've given to the church, reducing your tax liability. You sure about that? Yep. Let's run the numbers. <laughs> Where are my budget makers and my business-minded saints? Because I'm left brain and right brain. I am a whole nerd. I love running numbers. Every month, 
I have a notebook dedicated to running my budget numbers. Sometimes I just need to see them. I track my net worth every month. Sidebar over. I'm just saying, I just want y'all to understand, I love running numbers. So if you are anything like me and you like running numbers, this little sidebar is for you. All right, so the IRS allows you to itemize your charitable giving up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. So if you earn 60000 in a year and your adjusted gross lands about 50000 the IRS says you can deduct up to 60% of your $50,000 in adjusted gross income for a total of 30000 thousand dollars of your charitable giving did y'all hear that up to thirty thousand dollars of your charitable giving if you only paid a tithe on your gross salary of sixty thousand that means you are writing off the full six thousand dollars that you paid in tithes to the church where else do you get a $6,000 write-off? Your mortgage interest, maybe. Your student loan interest, maybe. But you get to write off 100% of your tithe that you paid. What? Look at God. At the least. <laughs> at the least. God has orchestrated our U.S. tax code to return to us what we sold to the ministry. You can't lose when you pay your tithe. You get it back. You are not at, God does not even put you at a deficit when you pay your tithe. He restores it 100% every year. Trust. Trust. God is not in the business of causing you deficit, like never. That's not his thing. Wait, let me let me go back to the verse. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there won't be room enough to store it. God is not only going to give you back what you gave to him, he's going to give you more than what you gave. What, what are we talking about? Some pay periods, it's going to be a little harder to come up off that tithe. I can attest to that. You know, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. The Bible knows, God knows that money means a lot to us. He knows that we need it to get along in the world. He knows what horrible, tragic things people are willing to do to get money legally, illegally, what people are willing to deal with to continue to receive money or get money or attain money. So that's why, in my humble opinion, God says this the only, this the only place I'ma let you test me because I know how it is down there. I know how hard it can be. I know you got needs and I know you got bills. And I know paying this tithe, you might have to eat that 30 days. But trust me, trust me, sis, bro, God put the seal on his promise. God put the seal on the promise like the ADA puts the seal on that mouthwash and on that toothbrush and on that toothpaste. He said, this is what I do. It is official. 
tried and true. Today, this year, he is telling you, prove him true. Try him. Test this out and see how he moves in your life. Now, y'all going to be checking for Jesus or what? I hope you all laughed and learned something today from this episode of Checking for Jesus. I want to hear about the random happenings in your life that's got you wondering, Jesus, is that you? Get in my DM on the gram at Checking for Jesus or visit CheckingForJesus.com. If you like this episode, show some love in the ratings, tap the subscribe button, and put some wings on my hashtag, Checking for Jesus. Thank you for pushing play, and until next time, keep check, 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 check it for Jesus.